If you haven't heard about Anchor, let us fill you in. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They even distribute it for you. You make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. And let me tell you, it was so easy for us to use. This is our first time making a podcast and it was almost seamless. If we can do it, you can do it. Definitely. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You won't regret it. And it's free. Really, really free. Yes, it sure is. And we love it. Silence makes some people uncomfortable, anxious. You can't shake the feeling that you don't know what the other person is thinking, what they're capable of. Others use that same silence to their advantage. They sit back and observe, unnoticed, waiting. Hey peeps, welcome back to Beware of the Quiet Ones. I'm Meg and tonight we're going to do a Megal Mini. It's snowing and very cold outside, so I've just been in my house, hunkered down with research, and I figured I would tell you guys about something that I came across tonight. We're going to talk about the murder of Tracy Squibb. Tracy Squibb woke her husband Thomas up in the middle of the night, complaining that she'd been bitten by something. She thought she had like a spider bite or something like that. So he sat up and he turned the light on to check things out for her and what he saw just truly shocked him. Tracy was bleeding heavily from a wound in her upper chest. She hadn't been bitten after all. She had been shot. She was rushed to a local hospital, which was Excella Health Latrobe Hospital, where she later succumbed to her injuries that day, which was July 20th, 2020. So what the hell happened? How did the 52-year-old wife and mother of two, who taught at Grace Bible Academy for 15 years and was a volunteer firefighter, wind up shot in her bed at 4 a.m.? Was it her husband? Was she involved in something that she shouldn't have been? Something dangerous? The answers would be found two days later during a traffic stop in Hostetter, Pennsylvania. Nathan Joseph Quidetto, 20 years old, was stopped on drug-related charges and he later admitted to the shooting. He allegedly said that he drove to the home around 4 a.m. on Monday, he got out of the car, and he fired multiple shots at the house before fleeing. I mean, just, that's just such a crazy thing to do. You just go up to someone's house and you fire multiple shots from a gun anywhere into the house? That's insane. But what's even crazier here is that Quidetto didn't even know the squibs. He did not know them at all. He never laid eyes on them, never met them, nothing. He didn't even intend to hurt these people. Apparently, Quidetto had been in a drug deal gone wrong, and he was trying to scare someone else that was involved in it. Again, not the smartest plan. Pennsylvania State Trooper Steve Limani said, He had the completely wrong residence, not even close to being at the right house. He had no idea who this family was. This had nothing to do with this family whatsoever, and it's just tragic. I mean, tragic is right, but this is also extremely ignorant and idiotic. It just shouldn't have happened. 
like I said, you can't just go shooting into someone's house randomly. Just, you have no idea who's on the other end. It could be a baby, a child, any number of, of things. It's just, I can't believe this. This should not have happened at all. And the Squibs actually have two children, TJ and Marissa, and they were both home. But thankfully, they were unharmed. Nothing happened to them. When you're home sleeping peacefully in your bed with your husband and children sleeping nearby, you feel safe. You're in your safe space, your comfort zone, and that's how it should be. Quadetto totally violated this family. All because he wanted to quote-unquote scare someone. You can't shoot up a house to scare someone. You just, you can't do it. It's not, not good at all. Nathan Joseph Quadetto is being held without, without bail on charges of criminal homicide, reckless endangerment, and weapons offenses. As of right now, I guess everything's on hold, probably with COVID and all that going on. But as the story progresses, I'll update you on anything that happens with him. But I'm, I'm sure he's going to get a good amount of time in prison for this, as he should. So that's it. That's our little Megal Mini for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was just a crazy story that I came across. A crazy case, I should say. And I wanted to tell it. I just really feel that that shouldn't have happened. I don't understand how people can be that irresponsible. It's just crazy to me. So this episode is lovingly dedicated to Tracy Squibb and the family. And... You know, it really sucks everything that they're going through. So I'll link everything to our social medias, post pictures and stuff like that about the case. And you can follow us on Twitter at Beware Quiet Ones. You can follow us on Instagram at Beware Quiet Ones. You can email us at BewareQuietOnes at gmail.com. It's basically just Beware Quiet Ones straight down the line. Keeps it nice and easy for you. We're easy to find. And I'd love to hear from you guys, you know, You can rate, review, anything on iTunes that just gets the podcast out there and makes more people aware that we're here and we're doing these cases and we want these victim stories heard. This podcast is available on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you guys have a good night. Everybody stay safe, stay warm, and we'll see you soon. Love ya. Bye.